Hey guys, welcome back to The Gambler's Prophecy. My name is Geordie, and this is a sports prediction podcast. We talk all things sports, we make up predictions, we make up dumb lists, and if they pay off, we look good. Today, we're going to talk all things NBA. The playoffs start today, the play-ins are done, we're going to talk all about it. Quick language warning, have been known to swear, but if you're ready for that, then let's go. Alright guys, the NBA playoffs, they start today. Uh, had a great play-in game last night, Warriors versus Grizzlies. That was a fun game. Uh, Steph is not in the playoffs. Weird, right? Anyway, let's start with the matchup that matters from what just happened. It is the Grizzlies. They've earned their spot in the 8th seed, and they are going against the Utah Jazz. Um, look, the Grizzlies... They seem short a superstar, I'll be honest. Um, just a lot of middling guys, but they all played really well. Uh, Dylan Brooks, Kyle Anderson, they played great defense, man. They were like all... Dylan Brooks especially was all over Curry, man. It was actually really good to watch. I know Curry still got 39, but that being said, he could have had 50 easily. Um, and they're going against the Jazz, uh, the best team in the NBA. It feels weird saying that. They're not... They're, like, not sexy, but they get shit done, man. Quinn Snyder's got them absolutely rolling. Uh, the best three-point shooting team in the league. That's pretty much all they do is is shoot threes and then give it to Gobert in the middle. There's, there's nothing mid-range. It's all about that three-pointer. Um, I mean, yeah, there's just... The depth of these two teams is, is really going to come into play here. The Grizzlies starting five could probably use a piece. Uh, the Jazz... Are deep. They got Jordan Clarkson off the bench, uh, Jingle Joe, uh, Joe Ingles, the Aussie legend. Uh, he comes off the bench as well. He's a great playoff performer. He locked up Buddy OKC when he, they got eliminated. Like Jingle Joe's great man. Um, I think the depth of the Jazz is probably going to overwhelm them here. Um, and then it's Valanciunas versus Gobert, which is a matchup I'm really looking forward to. And then yeah, Ja Morant. <sighs> Yeah, I just I, I can't see a path for the Grizzlies here, to be honest. But um, this is good playoff experience, man. They've already played one do-or-die thing. But the Jazz are just... I think they're built to do this, and I think they'll be fine. So I'm going to have Jazz moving on in probably five. Let's give Grizzlies a win, man. They've earned it. Next matchup, we have the number four seed versus the number five seed, the LA Clippers versus the Dallas Mavericks. Now, these guys have actually played, and they had a pretty good series. Um, Luka stole a couple games just by himself, and that was probably a worse Mavs team uh, than they are now, but it's probably also a better Clippers team than they are now. So, yeah, it's all about what playoff P, man. Paul George, what can he do, hey? He pretty much laid a big fucking custard pie last year. Um, He had a terrible playoff series. Um, yeah, man, if he turns up and Kawhi, Kawhi's always going to turn up, but if him and Kawhi turn up at the same time, it, it, it's going to be tough, but, uh, Clippers are a great three-point shooting team. Guards, it's a little lacking, so it'd be interesting. I'm sure, uh, one of either Paul George or Kawhi will be on Luka all night, but if Luka can get some matchups against the, uh, guards there and the Clippers, that'll be interesting. And then we've got, on the Mavs side of the ball, we've got Porzingis, who I think is the wild card in this matchup. If he 
can click. I mean, he can feast against the the Clippers big men. The Clippers C um, centers aren't aren't great. Like I think if he really turns it on, I think he could have a bit of a field day there. And if Porzingis and Luca are both clicking, yeah. Uh, look, I've, I think the Clippers will move on in this one. I think they were a little. I mean, they were very cocky last year. I remember. All Paul George's interviews were like, yeah, man, we're going to... we got Finals or bust. And it's like, oh, okay, you've done absolutely nothing on this team. You just got together. But this year's different. They've got a whole year together. I think they kind of realize that, like, oh, okay, we can't just walk in with talent alone. you got to put it all together. you got to put it all together. Uh, I think the Clippers will... Just side note, Luca's one of my favorite guys in the league right now. I love Luca. He's going to steal a couple games for sure. This could easily go to seven, but I, I think Clippers in six because after Porzingis and Luca, the the depth is a bit lacking. Clippers have some pretty good D coming off the bench. So uh, I'm going to give it to the Clippers in six, but if it goes seven, I would not be surprised. Let's move on. Three seed versus six seed. Oh man, these are, there's just some, there's a lot of tasty matchups. Clippers versus Mavs, love it. Denver versus Portland Trailblazers, that's a great matchup, man. So it's number three, Denver. Um, probably would be first in the East if they had Jamal Murray. Uh, first in the West, sorry. They had Jamal Murray, but uh, he's out. But man, they're they're doing just fine without him. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. I personally think is a future superstar, if not already. But I've loved him all all year, even last year. Um, and they brought in Aaron Gordon, who's he's been playing really good, and that's a good piece for them, man. They play really good D. Uh, Nikolai Jokic, 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 the Joker. Um, he's probably MVP in my eyes and most people's eyes. Uh, Steph's getting some love, but what what the Joker's done dragging this team with Murray out, um, it's amazing. It's it's great, and big men need to win it. Hopefully, Jokic can do this one. Let's go and bead back to back big men. That's what I want. Then we've got Portland, who have probably one of the worst Ds. I think they're like 29th or 20. They're, they're, they're down there. They're not they're not great defensively. They've got Dame, who again is... I love Dame. I really hope he's not a Charles Barkley. He, he's a Hall of Famer. I just... I really hope he can get a ring. I d- I'm not sure if this is the year for him. But man, I, w- I want to see him go deep in the playoffs. But I, I'm just not sure. This is a pretty tough matchup. Uh, Nuggets have been, as have Portland, been in the playoffs the last few years. This is going to be a great matchup, man. And and, and we've got Nurchich versus Jokic, and that's that's going to be a real test if Joseph Nurchich can keep it locked up. Um, oh, man, uh, Portland may be my second favorite team purely because of Dame being there, but I think I'm going to have to pick the Nuggets in this one. Um, let's let's give them seven. I don't. I'm not sure if it will. I think Nuggets could actually take care of Portland pretty easily, but I have faith in Dame. Not everything's statistics, and sometimes it's just a guy doesn't want to lose, and he makes that happen, and Dame does that. So let's just say it's going to go to seven because Dame's playing. All right, let's move on. Phoenix Suns versus the LA Lakers. This this one is very interesting to me. So Lakers are favorites as a seven seed. Um, they've been, they've had a lot of players out all year, kind of when one guy comes back, the other guy leaves, not a lot of continuity 
uh, within the Lakers this year. Couple of new pieces in. And defending champs, man. It's, it's tough as a defending champ. Um, they had to win the play-in to be here. They did that. And pretty much everyone's riding off the Suns. Um, the Suns won 50 games this year. That's not just done by accident. That That's a good team to me. Um, I really don't want to call an upset because I don't know who I'm calling the upset against, right? Am I, am I going to say the Phoenix Suns win? It's not really an upset if the two seed wins, but I, I just think this is going to be one of those games that I think LeBron, one of these series especially, that LeBron's going to have to show up for. I don't think this is going to be a, at all a easy Lakers win. Um, so we've got DeAndre Ayton. He's probably going to get nullified by Anthony Davis, Andre Drummond. That's a hard matchup for him, for sure. Um, but, man, the Suns have been healthy all year. They've had this team all year. Chris Paul, uh, Monty Williams, they've absolutely turned this team around, man. They're both good D teams. This is the first matchup of Chris Paul versus LeBron James in a playoff series. I read that, and I, I, I was like, is that right? Can that, is that real? It is. It's the first time. It's the first time they've ever played together. they played against each other in a series. So that's exciting. And then I think because CP3 also has zero rings and LeBron's got a lot and they're best friends, I just, I do have to feel like this has got a little bit of extra grit in CP3, man. He's seen LeBron, one of his best friends, win everything that there is to win in the league. I, oh shit, I've got written down Lakers in seven. Do I dare, do I dare be so spicy? Oh, LeBron, first round exit. I don't know if I can, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I did create this show for just to give out some spicy takes. I, I, I see a path here. I truly do. Um, fuck it. All right. Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns are going to win this in seven. And what am I doing? Okay. Yeah, I'm doing it. Uh, LeBron is a first round exit. I hate it as I'm saying it and I kind of want to take it back, but I'm also going to stick with it. Yeah, that that's wild. I can't believe I did that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Phoenix Suns in seven. I think this is a great team. Uh, they have unity. They're a good team. They're well coached. They have a veteran leader in Chris Paul. And we have never seen Devin Booker in the playoffs. And if we remember back to that bubble, them eight games in the bubble, guy's nasty, man. Guy can score. So fuck it. Phoenix Suns knock out LeBron in the first round. You heard it here first. All right, let's move on to the East. We have the Philadelphia 76ers. First in the East, man. First in the East. It was a, it was a good year for them. A really good year. Finally got some good coaching. Um, playing well. This team has not been that healthy throughout the year. But when all five starters play together, and that's... Uh, Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Danny Green, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid. This team's 27-5. and five. This team's 27-5 when all of those five play. Not, not on the floor at the same time, just on the roster starting. Um, that's pretty good, man. That's a good team. This is the best defense in the league. Uh, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, could pro- they're both going to f- probably finish top three, top five in Defensive Player of the Year. That is wild to have two of the top five best defenders in the league on the same team. 
That's great, man. That's honestly... And you've got Ben Simmons guarding... I mean, he can guard 1-5, to five, but 1-4 to four with Embiid on the floor. And then Embiid gathering, you know, guarding the 4 and the 5. It's going to be stifling. It really will. It's going to come down to scoring. Who, who's going to score on the 76ers? Um, that's when Harris has been great this year. Embiid obviously can score himself. And then you've got Danny Green, Seth Curry, Ben Simmons, kind of complimentary scorers. Simmons dishing the rock to everyone. I like Philly. I like Philly a lot. And they're versing the Wizards, who uh, just made it uh, via the play-in. They have Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, and then not a lot after that. Um, Look, they should just be happy to be here. I really wanted to pick a, a, a sweep but I don't want to be disrespectful to Russell Westbrook. Um, so I'm just going to do it Philly and five. Philly and five. Uh, yeah, guys, I, I don't think this is going to be much of a... It, it, it's it's two guys. you just, you got the two best defend, defenders in the league. You know, some of the two best in the league. They just got to lock up two guys and make everyone else do the work. And they won't. They can't. Uh, this this will be a whitewash. This will be this will be pretty bad. I'm saying fill in five. I'm just assuming Russ will have one game where he, he goes god mode, but he can't keep it up. Uh, this is another first round exit for Russ, which has been becoming quite known for. All right, let's move on to the New York Knicks versus the Atlanta Hawks. This is wild. Like, obviously, I try to follow as many sports as I can. Right? I've been into hockey a lot lately. Um, but I've been watching a lot of basketball. But when I saw the final reseedings, Knicks at four and Hawks at five, when I looked not long... I mean, Knicks have been great all year, but just two teams you wouldn't expect to um, to be here, really. But I'm, I'm so glad they are. I'm so glad they are. I thought these two teams, uh, beginning of the year, would be fighting for a playoff spot. I think I had the Hawks... Uh, making it via the playing spot but hell man they they exceeded my expectations as did the Knicks it pretty much exceeded everyone's but um I yeah let's talk about it so the Knicks obviously pretty much bringing back the same team but new coach Tom Thibodeau and he's done absolute wonders with that team uh they are pretty good defensively they can be a bit anemic on offense but yeah it, it's to me the story is kind of matchups here so Trey Young finished the finished the year twenty five points per game, nine point four assists per game, you know twenty five and ten, not bad numbers at all. And he's going to be matched up uh, against Alfred Payton, D Rose, Alec Burks. All right, so he's who is guarding Trey is not great. I don't love that. And then on the Knicks side of the ball, you, you've got Julius Randle, who is the heart and soul of the Knicks. If you lock him up, pretty much the game's over. And and the Hawks have Clint Capella and, and John Collins, like two you know big athletic dudes who I think can go toe to toe with Randall. So just matchup wise, I, I think Randall could get nullified here. I think Trey Young could have a big one. Uh, I know New York have kind of a better defensive system; they're a little bit better defensively. But I kind of like the Hawks here, man. I like Trey Young catching fire. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Hawks. I'm gonna take the Hawks here for an upset. But th- this will go to seven. I I think I think this will be a good one. And this might be one of those uh, playoff series that we see. Like, I think both these teams will be back. Especially the Hawks. The Hawks are going to be here for a bit now. Like, they've got a good young core. The Knicks, I will... I would love to wait and see. That they Hopefully, they can pick up a huge free agent uh, signing because they're a little bit more appealing now. 
But I definitely think this is the Hawks, um, you know, first time here in a bit, and I think they're going to have some fun. Let's move on. Oh, Hawks and seven, by the way, on that one. To the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Miami Heat. This, uh, so Heat knocked knocked out the Bucks last year. It was a bit of a surprise. I know Giannis missed um, a game, a couple games in that. But um, this is interesting. This is interesting. The Heat, I would say, overperformed last year. And they're kind of performing a bit to more of like what they're, they're at. But hey, man, when playoffs happen, as it did last year with them, they, they turn it on. Jimmy Buckets, it, it's all on Jimmy Buckets. But I mean, shit, man. Drew Holiday was added. Giannis, Chris Middleton. I just, I, I can't see the Heat. A full-strength Bucks squad, this should be over pretty quick. Um, yeah, if Jimmy Buckets doesn't turn up, or if, you know, Tyler Hero, you don't get that supporting scoring from some someone here, like or Duncan Robinson, like, I don't know. Everyone clicked last year for the Heat at the right time, and it, and it worked for them, but the chances of that happening again, I, I don't love it. And I think the Bucks are a better team. They're third in the East, which I feel like is much better suited to them. Uh, Giannis doesn't like... I guess being a favorite doesn't do well with it. Um, I like the Bucks here, man. I think this is probably their best spot to go for a nice run. Um, yeah, I I think it could easily be Bucks and four, Bucks and five, something like that. Oh, I've got Bucks and six here. I, I honestly want to change that. I think I'm going to take Bucks and five. Um, I just don't know if Jimmy Buckets has it again, man. Jimmy Butler, obviously I'm talking about. I love Jimmy Butler. But yeah, I just, I don't know. Let, let, I'm just going to say Bucks and in five, I'm gonna change it. All right, let's move on to the final matchup. All right, so let's talk the number two Nets versus the number seven Boston Celtics. So the Nets, everyone, everyone's been talking about the Nets all year. They added Kyrie and Durant last year. They've added Harden in the off season. They added Blake Griffin. They pretty much just added everyone that was available via free agency. This is everything I hate about the NBA, so I fucking hate the Nets. I just don't like it. But there's a there's a lot of different ways to win championships, and this is one of them. It's not the prettiest way, and I don't know if you get the 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 legacy behind it as much. You know, like n- no one's really looking at Kevin Durant as like. Well, I mean, I'm not personally the way he got those two rings. I hated it. He's trying to do it again. Ah, oh, God, I, I don't know. I just don't. I don't like them. They're they're definitely going to beat the the Celtics. As much as I don't like them, I think these guys will 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 go okay. But can they defend? That's the big thing. We've seen these the big three on the floor at the same time. They they're going to get buckets. Absolutely, they're going to get buckets. It's it's when crunched. Like man, they, these guys are. Yeah, they're putting up like 140 a game. They're letting in like 139 a game. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, I just pulled those numbers out of nowhere. But, uh, yeah, I just come playoff, man. Things tighten up. And all three of these guys have to play some pretty incredible defense. You can't just be a scorer. So, But I don't think that's going to matter for the Celtics matchup. I think, look, Jalen Brown's out. Uh, Kemba has to step up in his place and has to has to help uh, Jason Tatum. Like, he, he cannot be the scorer all by himself. Um, Kemba's been looking great. I'm not saying he can't do it. 
But, man, Kemba has to ball out. Has to ball out. Uh, that being said, man, it's... I, I like the Celtics. They've kind of lost a step. They're still well coached, but they've... I don't know. They're, they're short a piece. I'm going to have Nets in five, man. I'm going to have Nets in five. I think this will be an easy one. But uh, I think after this first round matchup, the Nets are going to have to do a little bit better. But... That's it, guys. That's the first round. I will do the second round once it's up. But yeah, that's it. Let me know what you think. Hit me up on Twitter at JordyMac90. Um, I want to hear everyone's takes. Who do you think's winning the chip? Who's winning the first round? I'd love to hear it. Let me know. All right, guys. That's the show. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. If you could give a follow or a like or a share and whatever format or platform that you're listening to this on. Really appreciate that. Again, I'll mention, I love hearing from you guys on Twitter. If you could hit me up at JordyMac90, give me your spicy hot takes, give me your bold predictions. Would love to hear them all. And also, I'm just very lonely. So feel free to reach out and have a chat. Uh, Next week, I think we're getting Ruben back on and we're going to talk round two of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Thanks for listening, guys.